The American Recovery and Reinvestment Act ensured that all healthcare providers are using electronic medical record systems. Unfortunately, huge flaws emerged immediately that have impaired clinical operations and revenue cycles. The quality of data flowing into the EMRs is seriously poor. The EMRs don't talk to each other, and when they do, record matching fails regularly. The Velocity Interoperability Podcast will take you to the intersection of interoperability, data quality, and medical record remediation, and bring you the innovators that address these flaws. So sit back and enjoy as we tell the story of another health IT innovator. Welcome to the Velocity Interoperability Podcast, brought to us by the gurus at Velocity. I'm your host, Joe Lavelle, and I'm really looking forward to another thought-provoking discussion where we further investigate data quality, interoperability, and medical record remediation. We're going to get right to it today. We're joined by Guy Scalzi, Chairman at Vantari Ventures, and Bamsi Chandra, Senior VP at Pratco, one of Asia's largest healthcare startups. Gentlemen, welcome to the Velocity Interoperability Podcast. Thank you, Joe. We are pleased to be here. Well, thanks so much for making the time to be here today. Before we start our discussion, could you each take a few seconds and tell the audience about you and your background? Sure. Uh, I was a hospital administrator for a few years in New York City and then got involved with a software startup, sold that company, and came back to healthcare, reinvented as a CIO. I was CIO at New York Presbyterian for a number of years. Then did outsourcing and consulting, and I continue to do consulting, and also am a partner in Vantari Ventures, which, as it sounds, is a venture fund investing in healthcare IT startups. Bamsi? Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Guy. I'm a serial entrepreneur at three startups before this. Started my career with supercomputing in the last 18 years of being in healthcare, I've set up in this telemedicine network, I've worked across Africa, Asia, North America, and Europe. The last startup was called Enlitex, which we sold in 2016 to Practo, one of Asia's largest health tech startups. I head their analytics business now, and I'm a senior vice president with them. Also continue to be a board member on him's India chapter, Asia Pacific uh, region. Perfect. And Vamsi, could you take the next couple of minutes and tell the audience how you serve your customers at Bratco? Bratco's Querent is an artificial intelligence and analytics platform focused on healthcare that we use to help our clients with efficient care management to optimize population health and make key decisions using analytics and artificial intelligence platform. So Querent is presently deployed in over 800 hospitals, clinics, and payers in multiple countries. And we have just recently entered into the U.S. market with clients across the country. And we have Vantari as our primary distribution partner for the U.S. market. And we're also partnering with Velocity because we know how important it is to have the right integration tools and services to pull out the right data while maintaining the data integrity, which is probably one of the most key components. And we're very proud to be associated with Velocity in this journey. Perfect. Guy, population health, value-based contracts, at-risk contracts, all these new reimbursement models, they're all hot topics in healthcare. How can Practos Querent help healthcare providers deal with all these challenges? Well, certainly, Joe, all of them require descriptive and predictive analytics. I think that's really the key. 
clients start with quality and financial reporting, which are at the heart of Querent. Using the same architecture, Querent can analyze the data and provides predictive information to help optimize care. For example, at a client in New York right now, we're helping them with their value-based care cohorts. And one of the ones that we're working with is diabetic patients with schizophrenia. We look at that cohort and apply predictive models, including social determinant data elements. We focus on the right patients for an outreach program. The care management module can reach out to these patient cohorts and help enroll them into the right care plans and treatment pathways. The current algorithms use machine learning and natural language processing, as well as AI tools to update indicators as more data is processed. I have to tell you guys both that this is very exciting to me to hear and to listen to. In my internship in college 30-some-odd years ago, I was lucky enough to work at General Dynamics in Fort Worth, and during my internships, I was involved in AI projects. And when I graduated and got out into industry, it took me a couple years to get into healthcare. But I was just certain that the AI that I learned in the manufacturing of fighter jets could easily be applied to healthcare and was sorely disappointed that I had to wait 30 years. But now I'm very excited that AI has finally reached healthcare. So that said, I'll let either one of you take this. How is Practos Querent different from all the other analytics offerings out there in the market? Well, you just described one, Joe, and that the artificial intelligence built in is pretty new to healthcare, and it's a very significant component of Querent. We think that, as you just said, I mean, healthcare pretty much is behind many other industries in this and really needs to catch up. So ACOs and other value-based care initiatives increase the complexity of patient engagement because providers engaging a patient across the community instead of on a campus or in a bed in a hospital or in a clinic. So it's a much more complex environment. Many analytics offerings are claims or facility-centric, which makes it difficult to truly address this market. Querent can ingest multiple data types from numerous organizations and then develop a comprehensive view of a patient's health and treatments, which is so important in taking care of people today. Querent can view a patient retrospectively and prospectively using the machine learning, natural language, and AI that you were talking about to provide a clinician with critical insights. In addition, we have a clinical and technical team who work with clients to configure or customize client to meet their unique requirements. As we all know, if you've seen one healthcare organization, you've seen one healthcare organization, right? Nothing <laughs> standard in this business. Many products do some of these analytics, but we don't really see a competitor out there that has as comprehensive an offering. You know, on this podcast, we've covered the challenges of analytics throughout our history. We've been going 14 months now, and we keep hoping that we're going to make progress and providers are going to be quick to adopt these solutions, but they're not. Why are providers not aggressively pursuing solutions from companies like Practo? Well, that's changing. They are getting more to understand it, but I think they've been consumed with meaningful use, meaningful use to PQRS, ACO, that alphabet soup of requirements that everybody faces every day. Typically, it's required extensive and costly EMR implementations, which in many cases are really just wrapping up and moving on to optimization. 
Clients then find that their EMR doesn't have all the data that they need. I've yet to see an organization that manages to get everything into one application. So as much as they try to standardize and move data into one repository, it is really across the organization. So it's difficult to access and share the data when it's in proprietary silos, and that impedes the quality and financial reporting. It's also a challenge to admit that there are foundational components which need refinement after a major implementation or upgrade. So you've spent those hundreds of millions of dollars and still you've got these outliers. And in comparison to the cost to what people spend on EMRs, Quarant Analytics is a very low-cost, valuable investment. It's also a critical client work requirement in patient engagement and care management. Perfect. Those that listen to not only this podcast but my other podcasts know that one of my soapboxes is interoperability, and I believe those guys that got together in D.C. years ago to define meaningful use really made a big mistake by not making sure interoperability was a part of MU1, much less MU2 or 3 or going on. But what I'm really excited about is products like Querent are masking that problem. You're making it easier for a customer that got so overwhelmed by installing their EMR, they haven't had time to optimize it. As you said, at least now they can mine the data in their own set of systems and get those outcomes that, guy, I sat in the room probably just like you did as they were selecting these EMRs for hundreds of millions of dollars, and the EMR vendors were telling them, once you get this EMR in, you're going to have all this data available to you. Well, the truth was they had all the data, but it was very deep, and you need some sort of tool like your tool to get that out of their EMR. Absolutely. Vamsi, so you have a comment on that? So, Joe, in most of these EMR implementations, right, there is a lot of structured data using which the EMR companies can produce reports or even dashboards for that matter. But what happens to all of the data, which is in unstructured format, in progress notes, in clinical notes, in microbiology reports or histopathology reports and so on and so forth, or even radiology reports for that matter. One of the core elements of Querent is that there is a very, very strong natural language processing tool and built into it. In fact, in one of the recent conferences, we're showcasing our algorithms and using unsupervised machine learning models without any human supervision. For the first time that you actually put a data set into the product, it is 94% accurate. And that is like unimaginably good. With some kind of learning or supervised learning, the system can easily reach 96, 97% accuracy, which means all of that wealth of information, wealth of knowledge that's stored in doctor's notes, the system can actually glean those important elements from it, and it's now available for the end users to mine the data. So, for example, if the doctor says, do you know how many patients who had a heart attack and acute myocardial infarction also had an AFib event out there within the age group 40 to 60 males coming in from Brooklyn borough and also had ABC problems. This is how you would search in Google, but you cannot search in EMR. Now, using our tool, you could search as if this was just like a Google interface. So that's one of the key elements of the platform that we are providing. Perfect. Thank you for adding that. I really appreciate it. 
Guys, what are some of the other key issues that are top of mind right now for healthcare executives if they think about what they're going to spend their money on in 2018? Well, certainly, as always, it's the top and the bottom line. And we don't think there's any better investment they can make than analytics and care management. And this isn't just something that the CIO and the IT department really have to focus on. We find our most successful clients have business owners that drive the actual reporting and implementation of the product to get exactly what they need. And this is the chief administrative officer, the chief medical officer, the CFO, and the rest of the C-suite have to be involved and make this a priority in order to get what they really need to impact the bottom line and improve patient care. Perfect. I'm sure there's going to be a ton of interest. People want to know more. What's the best way to contact you and your team at Ventari Guy? Best is my email, gscalzi, G-S-C-A-L-Z-I, at Vantari, V-A-N-T-A-R-I, Ventures, all one word, dot com. Or go to VantariHealth.com, which is our website. Perfect. Guy and Bamsi, it's so great to hear your story. Thanks for stopping by and sharing your wisdom with our audience. Thank you, Joe. We look forward to helping clients overcome their interoperability and data quality challenges so they can improve the levels of patient engagement. That's what this is all about, certainly. Absolutely. Thank you, Jeff. Oh, it's totally our pleasure. Before we wrap this conversation, we'd like to thank the great folks at Velocity for sponsoring our show. Please go to www.velocityhealthinformatics.com to find out more about the innovative ways they are solving data quality and interoperability needs of their clients. And now, on behalf of our guests, Guy Scalzi and Vamsi Chandra, I'm Joe Lavelle. We'll be back soon with another informative episode of the Velocity Interoperability Podcast. The innovators at Velocity Health Informatics are focused on ensuring that your healthcare providers will access the correct patient record containing the right data every time. Guess what? This is not a given. Five to 10% of all medical records have duplicates and an even greater percentage have incorrect information. Don't we owe it to our patients to make sure that clinical errors are not made due to poor data quality and the lack of interoperability between their providers' EMRs? Velocity is the only innovator that can bring you health information as a service, which includes data quality, medical record remediation, and data integration as a service. And clients are raving about the results. Learn more now by going to www.velocityhealthinformatics.com.